everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bayou Chronicles. We are your hosts. I'm Crystal. And I'm Bethany. And there goes that train. We were literally delaying recording yeah. because of the train because we thought it was done and it is still going. Cheese. Welcome to Shreveport. Yeah, I don't understand why he's needed to blow it for like five minutes straight. It's I some... know they blow it like when they're going over like you know, like, intersections with, uh-huh. like, cars, but there's not that many on this road. Maybe there is. Oh Maybe God. there is. I don't know. Anyway, remember we said in 2022 our goal was to travel more? Well, next month we have a trip planned. Mm-hmm. Well, when this episode comes out, it'll be a little less, less than yeah. a month. Um, so that's exciting. Um, maybe some episodes will come out of it. Who knows? We'll give you more deets as it gets closer. But long story short, we're staying out in the middle of nowhere. On purpose. On purpose. Yes. On purpose. Um, it's totally a vibe and it's just going to be the most relaxing couple of days of my life. I can already tell you I'm going to come back a new person. Yeah. But, you know, we all need some healing time. Um, Anyway, um, we'll be sure to take lots of pictures, um, post on social while we're there, give you a little sneaky peek into what we're doing. I'm pretty sure we're gonna eat a lot of food and do a lot of fun things. Maybe we'll go hiking. Maybe not. I'm probably gonna take a pair of shoes just in case we decide to go get adventures and climb up a mountain. I was planning on that. I will be honest, the last time that I've gone hiking in hot springs was with stephanie and like if she when she hears it she's gonna laugh but literally we it was when i had my old manual kia okay because i really wanted a manual car and i got my little manual <laughs> stick shift kia and i said let's go to hot springs so we loaded up went to hot springs wanted to get pedicures but we had neither one of us had shaved our legs in like a week so we literally went into walmart bought disposable razors and gallons of water and shaved our legs in the walmart parking lot went and got pedicures and then after we got pedicures hiked up a mountain with fresh pedicures that's hilarious but also i I promise you, the ladies that were doing it probably did not care. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. But we did for some reason. We were like, I was probably like 21, 22, but it was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. I still remember that. So hopefully, this time we don't hike up it with. Fresh pedicure. I don't think pedicures are on our. I don't think no. Like I need to do that. I need a different kind of relaxation. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, that was just going to be our reminder that sometimes it's okay to get away and relax and have girl time. Um, Even if you can't afford like a huge vacation thing, it's nice to just get away for a couple hundred bucks. and Yeah, don't have to do anything fancy. Like I don't think we have anything planned that's big and fancy and expensive. Like it's just, we're just going to chill. Anyway, we all deserve it. Um, okay, so Bethany is doing something a little bit different for us today. Um, she is going to, well, I guess it is a little different, but at the same time, we've been doing a lot of missing persons, but this is different as in this is our state case. Um, she is going to tell us about an ongoing missing person that actually helped solve the mysteries of other missing persons. Yes. So I know that was kind of confusing. So, to like, say. <laughs> I know it was, but I'm just trying to. So, basically, 
she, her, the fact that she's being, that she's missing in the search for her led to other missing people being found. Which is sad. Which is sad. It's kind of like the Gabby girl. Yeah. Like, while they were searching for her, they found all these other bodies. So it is sad, but you, I guess you do kind of have to feel some sort of like. Yeah. Which, yeah. You feel a little bit of thankfulness that her being gone got the attention and these people were found in both cases but anyway um i'm gonna hand it over to bethany um and let her take it away and tell me the story that i have no idea about so yeah this is gonna be a mini episode i don't think the last time we did a mini episode was back when we first started the podcast and it was crystal and she talked about the devil's chair Yes. Which is one of my favorite, and it's literally only a 20-minute... I don't even think it's that. I don't even think it's 20 minutes. I think it's like 18. 18 or 19 minutes. But I just really liked it because we literally just talked about this small little cutesy town. Mm -hmm. No, it was a little creepy because remember they had like a whole little church cult thing? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a little creepy. It was, but we also giggled and we made a bunch of funny jokes about the devil. Yes. I don't know. But, yeah. But the creep culty church thing was a highlight. But yeah, like Crystal said, it is a missing persons and it's still ongoing today. But literally at the end of this, it's going to be like a wild ride, but it's not going to take that long. So it's like fast. It's like, it's literally like you're on a roller coaster. Okay. So we're going to go. The wait in line is longer, is always longer. I hate that. That's so bad. Yeah. Um, but it is still, unfortunately, unsolved 32 years later. Okay. Yes. Um, I did not realize she was just a year younger than my mom. Oh, wow. Okay. When, when this was like, when somebody, I honestly can't remember. I would have to go back. I'm not exaggerating when I say lately me and Crystal have been getting a lot of cases sent to us. Like from our TikTok page that I started. I've had a lot of people, I guess, found us on there, which is kind of cool. They've mm-hmm. been like tagging me and sending me stuff instagram people on facebook i don't even get on facebook that much but this is facebook is literally how we got today's case oh fun so andrea deanne durham was born april 24th 1976 okay okay it's hometown week which means andrea was in fact a floridian for this this month's Mm -hmm. case um my hometown to be exact Okay. Fort Walton Beach, Florida. I would hope if you listen to this this long, or if this is your first case that you're listening to us, we talk about this a lot. We talk about Shreveport a lot. Um, but this is legitimately my hometown. So I'm going to talk a lot about a lot of places that some of our listeners aren't from there, still live there. Crystal's probably not going to know any of these streets and names that I'm going to give to her. But I'm going to describe it to her because she has been to my hometown. Yes. It's pretty cute, too. Yeah. So, so if you hear stuff in streets, I'm going to try to describe it for people that aren't from there. But it is kind of cool that I got to mention some of these places. Um, You're not going to find much on this case. Like, I promise you, you're not going to find a lot. There was not a lot. That's why this case is kind of short and it's kind of sad. But it's kind of also why I wanted to do it because it gets it out there more gets you know more people talking about andrea there's literally the latest thing that i found was one youtube video which is for the okaloosa county police department which is my hometown's police department or our area whatever they don't call it parishes like here it's just Mm -hmm. literally the town and it was from 10 years ago okay and that was the latest thing and this happened 32 years ago so that kind of 
you know, 22 years after the fact, and then there's been nothing else. And then there was one other thing, like if you Google for our local news outlet, which is like the Northwest Florida Daily News, all towns have one, and they did something like 12 years ago. And there's a few fan pages, which I don't know why there's fan pages for a missing girl That's creepy. from the 90s. Do they specifically say fan pages? I want to say yes. We'll have to Google it again. That's weird. But the way it was set up felt very odd to me. Like, it was wanting Mm -hmm. information, but it was, like, somebody that was way too into true crime and was, like, I don't know. Like, obsessing over it? Glamorizing it. Obsessing. Yeah, I got that vibe. And I definitely feel like it's somebody that lives in Fort Walton because it was very, like, like, they knew. Unless they just done, like, a butt ton of research. But, yeah. Um, like I said, you can think a Facebook group for this episode today. Somebody actually sent me the link to this Facebook. I'm sure I'll give it to Crystal and she'll probably want to browse it out. It's literally just a Facebook group dedicated to Andrea and the surrounding hmm. area. And sometimes, uh, like when we talked to Joyce, we learned about a few other missing persons. Like they'll also post about some other missing people that were from the area. So it's kind of cool. So thank you, um facebook i guess and it's kind of cool that random people on facebook know who we are now but yeah and everyone knows by now once a month we do a case from either florida or louisiana there honestly isn't a ton of information about her early life and that's really what i mean i think that's what a big chunk of me and crystal's research is normally is the early life of the victim because we like I, are yeah like i usually spend more time trying to yeah, figure out who they are than we're building a else. story because we all know yes this person either died or went missing or something happened to them but not a lot of it's like the beginning life and there was like literally nothing and then i kind of had like a like a light bulb moment like uh bethany she was so young mm-hmm. when she went missing she didn't have a whole life and yeah she honestly didn't have an early life she didn't have a chance to really live life yet she was 13 mm-hmm. so i don't know i was like man there's she had nothing a personality she had a personality and stuff but i was like man there's really not like there's and then i was like okay well she wasn't really like a teen teen she didn't live into her 20s um or she very well could have i guess i shouldn't say that but you kind of know what i mean they're just we don't know anything. Yeah. And the only real info her family has given, even to this day, about her from past interviews was her sister did most of them. The mom was just kind of, like, really distraught, even to this day. She just recently moved out of the state of Florida. Um, I think she now lives in North Carolina. She lived there for a long time. I don't even think I could move. She did. She lived there for a long time in Fort Walton, like, specifically in the area. But then she got to the point where she's, like, I think it was causing more trauma for her, Mm -hmm. more grief. So she finally left. Um, But most of these interviews were from her older sister. We're going to talk about here in a second. And the really only past information was that Andrea had just recently gotten in trouble with police a few weeks prior to her going missing. So, yeah, 13 years old. Um, That could have been anything. Yeah. That could have been anything. It's honestly... It's not great, but it's, she didn't really... Anyways, it's just teenage girl stuff. They had recently moved to a new area of town. So, if you're not from Fort Walton Beach, it's not the biggest town, but it's a decent size. Like, I only showed Crystal one side of it. I showed her the side of me, my mom 
lives. Mm -hmm. There's a whole another side that you didn't even see of Fort Walton. Okay. So, she lived, she used to live on the part where my mom lived. Mm -hmm. She lived in that area. Okay. But she moved to the area, like, where Zach was from, which is literally clear across town. Okay. So, they had just moved. So, think about that. You're a teenager. You had to leave, go to different school. You're uprooted. Yeah. Drama. They (laughs) now resided at the Royale Apartments off of Colonial Drive. If you're from Fort Walton, it's a few roads behind Pryor Middle School, which is where Andrea was now attending. You didn't go to that area, so you're not going to. Is it like a bougie area? No. We oh. were, this is going to be sad, we were in the bougie area. Where you saw it was a bougie area, which probably oh. looked normal. And it just looks like it's a normal suburb. There were some nice little houses. <laughs> a whole other, a whole other area on the other side okay. of town. And my mom's not even from, like, a bougie neighborhood. It's just very, like, It's normal, normal. Middle, middle class. And there's every... bougier than that. Like, if you went, like, across the bridge onto yeah, the island. Yeah, like, those are the, there's are where the rich white people live my mom's like in the normal suburb area where the houses still cost a crap ton of money yeah and then they, they moved to apartments on a not so great side of town i mean it's okay it's just part of town yeah but yeah and she was just a young you know kid kind of rebelling i mean in my honest eyes i probably did a lot worse stuff than she did she got in trouble uh sorry mom it's natural. I mean, she literally had to change schools. Not only did she move, she had to change schools because there's, like, I think we have, like, three or four middle schools. We only have two high schools. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had to leave all her friends and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, she didn't get to see her friends every day, you know, at class, on the bus, in the neighborhood. She got mixed up in kind of the wrong crowd. And some teenagers from Choctaw, uh, Go Big Green, uh, I am a Choctatchee alumni. I don't I don't think that's a good thing, but it is what it is. Pretty rough. Uh, go big green. But anyways Yeah. Anyways, some teenagers from Choctaw does not surprise me. Talked some of the younger kids from prior, the middle school. It's literally right Everybody back home is not going to... I'm going to set a a scene for Crystal. Okay. High school is on the left-hand side of the road. Okay. Right-hand side of the road is the middle school. Okay. So, literally, like, when you go from middle school to high school, like, you're not even... You're not going very far. No far. You're seeing this every day. Yeah. What's even weirder is to the left, like, if you're facing this way, of the middle school is a funeral home. Directly. Oh, that's so nice. Like, directly. It's really creepy and it's like directly in front of the high school is the oddest oh. it's the oddest thing but it's actually a really nice funeral home but it's just it's creepy i immediately thought about nikki and how she would get sick driving to her house like your own base anytime they were embalming somebody because and yeah i don't know why i thought about that i don't know i remember her telling me that but yeah so yeah some of the kids from the high school would like go over to the middle school and like hey you want to make some money though that's really awesome. creepy i'm not surprised but well the, from what you told me about your school i am not yeah. surprised at all 
But yeah, so they kind of recruit some of the younger ones, some of the sixth graders, because they know they're young and impressionable and, you know, they're cool and they'll kind of do whatever they say. And Andrea happens to be one of them. And what it was is they wanted to go to the nearby Red Lobster. Isn't that sad that at this time that Random? was the fanciest place we had in town? Really? That was really the fanciest place? Back in the 90s. Now it's not. Like, now we have a bunch of bougie stuff yeah. there but Red at the time lobster, baby. yeah we drove by it it's literally on the main road right by my mom's house like if you go to my oh, yeah, by the water about, yeah, yeah by the water um so basically they were going these the younger kids and andrew's one of them were going to be the lookout and they were going to go try and break into the cars in the parking lot uh-huh. like if anything there were unlocked um, you know, wallet or whatever, which I would really hope if you're inside eating, your wallet wasn't in your, in your car. They didn't really think th- this through. But yeah. if there's anything, I don't keep anything valuable. No. In my car. No. So, I don't know, but that's what it was. And I'm not sure why Andrew was on this side of town because this is what surprised me. Because remember, she moved to the other side of town. Mm-hmm. But then maybe they rode with the high scores because they had cars or then i was like maybe andrea was visiting friends because she literally used to live the yeah. next street over it didn't say and her sister never said but i just was assuming regardless they got caught because it's really dumb and that's what her sister was kind of talking about i just kind of included that because this, a lot of people have their idea that, that she got in trouble and then just ran away this is literally her first time that doesn't seem like something she would even get that much in that much trouble for yeah and her mom and sister are like i promise you she's not that she wasn't that kind of child she was Mm -mm. only 13 like yeah sometimes you get in trouble and like literally nothing has changed because i remember kids my age that was 1990 i was in high school from like 2009 to 2012 are those wrong dates 2008 whatever i don't know whatever let's just say around a specific year 2010 i remember this specific years kids got in trouble for this exact thing not at red lobster i'm guessing they <laughs> moved up to moved a up but they higher class they would go to apartments oh and go through people's cars and i know this because they came to my raggedy apartment that me and my mom and elijah were staying in and we're trying to break through cars I'm sorry, that's a stupid place to hit. And I recognized a girl that was in my homeroom class. No, you did not. And she looked me dead in my eyes. And I basically gave her, like, if you break into my mom's car, I will literally... Did you say that or did you just communicated that that with your eyes? And I looked at my mom's car because I think I had just, like, that was around the age, you know... I think I just got my driver's license and it was like, can you just go to the store and grab this? Like, everything was like that. Mm -hmm. And I just came back and I, like, locked it and I, like... I was like, look me into my eyes. Like, I was just talking to her visually. And I was like, if you break into my mom's car, I'm going to make your life living hell at school. And she, what was sad is she was a really popular girl at school. Like, what kind of joy and excitement do you get from running around people's cars and trying to check if they're open and then... And I'm not, I don't know. But, like, I really literally believe in snitches get stitches so like i kept my mouth shut like that's between you and jesus i never talked like this is the first time i've literally ever talked about it i'm not gonna name her name i really hope she did find jesus but <laughs> yeah i hope you're on listening so, to this ma'am nothing's changed so 
Naturally, Andrea was grounded and wasn't really allowed to leave home except for school. That's mm-hmm. literally, she wasn't allowed to do anything. It was get up, go to school, come home, do your homework, do chores. And this was, like I said, her first time getting in trouble. Her mom said she never got in trouble, like even oh, wow. at home. Like she so was, someone really talked her into this or peer pressured her into peer it. Peer pressured. I think it was like she was new to middle school. Like she was literally in sixth grade. She moved to a new area. And then I really hate to say this, but like my high school was not a good high school. And then the area around it is not. And some people probably would be upset about this episode. But like the high school she used to live by, Fort Walton Beach. Isn't that sad? Uh-huh. Like one is literally called Fort Walton Beach High School, like named after the town. And it's like where all the rich white people go, uh-huh. especially if they live in Destin, because at the time, Destin didn't have a high school. Uh-huh. So they would come over the bridge, over the water, to that school. So it was nice. And, like, you saw the houses. Yeah. It was pretty nice. And in that area, it's, like, where all the bad kids go. Oh, well, that's nice. And that's just how it is. It's how it's zoned out. That's how That's how cities are set up. Yeah. Like, the good areas have good stuff. Bad areas have bad stuff. Yeah. And that's, you know... <laughs> That's a story for another day. Yeah. I just am including all this back stuff because it really adds to the... Because there's a lot of people that think, I wonder know, if the school was still bad, do you know? Like, is it still as bad as it was when... I can't say because, like, the last time I knew is, like, when Zach's younger brothers were still there. But, like, they're now, like, 22, 21. So mm-hmm. they've been out a while. But even when they were still in school, it was still pretty bad. Jesus. I mean, I'm not saying this is, like, the worst high school in America. <laughs> But, like, me and Zach were talking about the other night, a girl that was in our graduating class was literally pregnant with, like, she walked stage pregnant. I'm not, that's okay. Uh It happens. But she was pregnant with, from one of the biggest drug dealers in our town. And he was currently serving, like, 15 years in prison. Jesus. And he, like, got her pregnant, like, right before he went to prison. Jesus. Which, that can happen anywhere. But there's a lot of people that think that, like, she moved to this part of town and, Uh like, instantly became, like, a bad girl. No, it was literally just pressure from around her. and we don't know what i mean she could have been snatched like we're gonna talk about it but oh my goodness okay uh, maybe this won't be a mini episode we're already at 20 minutes but like <laughs> yeah sorry anyways on february 1st 1990 andrea's mom had to take her older sister to a meeting it was just it was a meeting at the school she mm-hmm. just was like she wasn't in trouble i didn't get that vibe it's like a parent i think conference. it yeah i think it was just like a like uh this would be, like, kind of, like, what, the halfway mark of the year or a little mm-hmm. bit over. So, it's probably, like, a quarterly meeting or something. And, yeah, that's where they were going to. And, of course, she was grounded. So, she wasn't allowed to go with her mom and her older sister. I think her, her – she was 13 and I think her sister was 16. Okay. So, she'd be, like, what, sophomore, junior? Sophomore. Yeah, around there. But, yeah, so she went to Choctaw. But, Yeah. And they left her, and her mom was like, can you... She was like, I'm done with my homework. And she was like, okay, well, while we're gone, can you just, like, do some of the chores around the house, finish the dishes, vacuum, and they'd be back. So when they returned home, I think she said two hours later, so they really weren't gone that long. Uh, They had absolutely no idea that they wouldn't see her again. Mm-hmm. Like, that was literally... She said bye, and then that was it, which is really scary scary you don't ever think you're gonna leave like at your house and not see somebody like normally they leave the house and then, and then you never go. see them again yeah yeah so that was interesting look on it but when they returned home andrew was nowhere to be seen and this is the 
the odd part and this is what i originally texted crystal and she was like vacuum um it looked like she had been vacuuming she did finish the dishes in the sink her mom noted that the vacuum was on the middle of the floor still plugged in and like upright mm-hmm. so like it wasn't laying on the floor it was upright still plugged in and it literally looked like she had done like half a mark into the carpet so that's how fresh it was i yeah. guess and her purse was on the counter nothing looked like it had been taken or disrupted like it wasn't like a like a burglar like a breaking uh-huh. like they come in and look of her stuff it was just kind of weird nothing it was just frozen in time yeah it, it was like she had literally been vacuuming and then like teleported somewhere mm-hmm. if that makes sense she like banished i wanted that to be a, an idea <sighs> so bad i wanted when i was googling this because it was really weird it is kind of strange i mean it's just it makes me think aliens though and that's unfortunately where the case ends the police investigated but they never found any leads nobody had seen andrea leave or be taken they never saw anybody come into the apartments no fingerprints the only fingerprints found in the house were the mom the sisters and andrea's no aliens they didn't have they hadn't lived there that long so they didn't have like friends in the area yet nobody had really came over to the house so like if somebody took her don't you think they would have touched something aliens so yeah it's just (laughs) that's what i'm convinced on now uh she wasn't uh, she was not seen around town like it wasn't like somebody took her and then like or she ran away and they like saw her like getting on a bus there is a greyhound station not too far away mm-hmm. i mean it's a little bit you'd have to walk a little bit but there is a greyhound bus station but like nobody around town but why would she basically do all the dishes and mm-hmm. start to vacuum and then just up and decide that she's going to hop a bus and run away. I don't... With nothing. Nothing. She didn't take her purse, no clothes. With nothing. Like, her mom, she was like, I know my daughter. I know her stuff. She's like, there's nothing missing from her room. Her purse is here. She was like, she did not leave the house without the purse. And even her sister said so. Aliens. She was like, it literally just looked like my sister vanished. So, that's a big reason why... One, I did it because this is literally my hometown, and I had never heard of this, and it really spooked me. And mm-hmm. then the whole, like, vacuum standing straight up, like, not even knocked over. Like, don't mm-hmm. you think if somebody came in and barged in and, like, tried to... Stuff would be a little tussled? Yeah. Or, like, even if someone knocked on the door and she opened the door, that there, like, might be, like, places where she, like, tried to claw something mm-hmm. or, you know, or pot kicked something. open. Yeah, or something would be messed up. I don't know. Because you would assume that she fought. It really brings to light, and we've talked about other stuff, and y'all know about about missing person cases, but it literally brings to light. We can go missing and literally never be found. Mm -hmm. This happened 32 years ago, like almost to the exact date. Which scares me. It's my biggest fear in life. February 1st. February 1st. So, like, this is the month of February. Mm -hmm. 32 years. Literally no signs, no nothing. She just vanished that night it's it's scary it scares me when i was doing this it was like this causes you to be more cautious like in a few weeks we'll probably forget about this case i know that sounds really bad to say but that's how our brains are Mm -hmm. we'll move on to the next case or the next thing we see on tv but for at least a few days after listening to this you're going to want to be a little cautious of your surrounding you're going to want to think about your young children you know because unfortunately some of them do run away yeah but yeah and, I mean, could Andrea have ran away? 
yes, it It's always a possibility. She was a newly rebelling 13-year-old. Her first time really getting in trouble. And the first time she gets in trouble is with the law. Like, not a teacher, not a parent. Like, literally. She might felt a little bad. Yeah. But she didn't take anything with her. She could have been snatched up. This is, like, the most likeliest thing to me. But it's still... There's no evidence. There's no... They I mean, yeah, I feel like... They literally had nothing. It was like they felt bad. They felt so bad, the police department. Because that's the last video I saw on YouTube. This fam... The, this... It was basically... It's a cold case now. And mm-hmm. a detective was talking about it. And he was like, I'm trying to look at it. But he's like, there's literally nothing to go off of. I don't have mm-hmm. any fingerprints. I don't have any eyewitnesses. Nothing. He was like, she could have ran away. She could be a Jane Doe somewhere in a different state. And, you no know, one knows. No one knows because they never test anything. They don't have the funding, and there's too many cases. But also, so, what could you have tested? I mean, there's nothing you could have tested. That's what he's saying. He was like, we have this case. It's from our area. And he was, like, pleading. He's, like, pleading to the young children, like, make sure you know who you're hanging out with. Make sure you're watching. And they were like, if you do run away, please think about, you know, cases like Andrea. And it was mm-hmm. really sad. It was really sad. Yeah. Because they literally, he's like, I have this cold case, but... He was like, I don't think I had nothing to do with it. I don't think I'll ever be able to solve it. That's horrible. Anyways, another thing that I discovered researching for this case is Andrea, like Crystal was telling you guys in the beginning, was featured in a popular song from 1993, so three years later. Mm -hmm. um, Soul Asylum's one of their big hits, Runaway Train. I'm sure you've heard it. I mean, probably. And I don't, you said I didn't know the name, but if I heard it, I would know it. Yeah, it's, yeah. I've heard it before. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have. Like, you're not going to know. Like, just go look up Soul Asylum's Runaway Train. You're not going to know it by the name. But once it starts playing, you're going to be like... I'll link it in the podcast info. But, yeah, I just fully... Like, I knew it was about running away. But I thought it was literally just the band, like, themselves talking about it. Or, like, the whole rock and roll thing. Uh And being, like, a Rolling Stone and stuff. And... It actually featured teenagers that had run away or mysteriously went missing. Like, real. Uh Not like... I had seen the music video before and I thought it was just, like, actors. Like, people that were brought in to see, like, this is what it could look like if you're a teen and run away. No, these were, like, literally pictures of, like, missing teenagers. Teenagers. Mm -hmm. Or ones that they were pretty sure ran away. And it was just... I don't That's know. sad. And Andrea was one of them. Um, the video was a symbol for missing children that are put on the back of milk cartons. Mm-hmm. That's literally what they were going for. They were like, man, they don't really put people on milk cartons anymore. And they're like, do you remember this? I think they did it for a few more years through the 90s. Like, I remember it. They should bring that back. Our little milk jugs should have a picture of a missing person on it. And if you're a young listener, because for some reason our analytics for like 16 to 21 has really jumped up lately mm-hmm. it's at like 10 percent. you're not going to get that reference and uh, you might i feel like they will like people like i give i give gen z more credit than you they might. do because i idolize gen z i am not because i saw a tiktok of a mom trying to show like an old school phone uh-huh. and they had no idea how to that, work that, it that i don't give them uh, that oh that that i can understand that's like that's like us if someone told us we needed to know how to i was gonna say a victrola but that's way too old i'm trying to think of something that was very hyper specific to like the 70s 
the 60s or 70s that we don't even use today. I did see one I don't know how to where use. they were like, how would you take a picture? Yeah. And they were all doing like a cell phone. None of them did that. I saw one. I saw where a girl actually got her phone out and she was like, no, how would you do it with her with your hands? And then she did it with her hands. Yeah. See, that's how we want but to I do also, it. But I also camera. feel like people don't do this anymore. Like, people don't say, mm-hmm. cheese, say cheese, or, like, I'm going to take your picture. Like, we don't make that motion anymore, mm-hmm. and that's why we learn to make that motion. I mean, I guess I, I think I, but I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you, except for right now, the last time I went, like, cheese, yeah. Like, I don't. It was just weird, because stuff like that was because so normal. Because even now, yeah, it was normal, because even now, when I tell somebody to take a picture, like, I'll just take, take out my phone and wave it at Tyler as a symbol to oh, yeah. take a picture. I don't say. Yeah. Because if I, I don't have a. It's just a lot of things. Physical camera. Like there's no phone booths anymore. Like, I remember stopping at phone booths when I was younger. It's just stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah. They were kind of noticing that that wasn't a thing. Like, they weren't really displaying people that were missing anymore. So, they're like, let's make a song about it. People will watch. This is when music videos were, like, becoming a thing on MTV. Mm-hmm. This is when, I mean, MTV had been around a couple of years. It had been mm-hmm. a good, a, it was around a little bit. And they were just now starting to like really push music videos and they were like let's use it for good which good for them Mm -hmm. because that's awesome and um because some of the kids started coming home Mm -hmm. and that like literally shocked me i I literally had no idea about this until i did research for this but detectives began receiving tips leading them to actual bodies Oh, wow. Yeah, it wasn't just, like, runaway kids coming home because they saw it and felt guilty. They were also noticing that some of these kids weren't missing. Well, they were, but they were literally abducted and killed. And, like, either somebody had seen them or, like, the killer themselves were calling in because they felt guilty. It's really wild. I'm not going to be able to talk about it because there's literally 36 kids and, like, I think 26 of them have been found or either they're Oh, bought. my gosh. So there's a lot of different stories, but I'm going to talk about a few of them. Um, two missing girls' bodies were the first ones found, were later connected to serial killer Peter Tobin. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do an episode on him one day. Um, I had never heard of him, but he's supposedly one of UK's most ruthless serial killers. Oh, wow. And he killed a bunch of children and older women. Oh, that's a big jump. And these were two twins. Oh, two, two twin girls. They're really cute. They have blonde hair. It was really sad. Um, I, and we actually have a lot of listeners from the UK, mm-hmm. so maybe we'll talk about that. I had no idea, because not only was this video being shown in America, it was literally being shown all over the well, world. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, everybody saw it. Yeah. yeah, and they were two in the video. That's cool, though. But it's really creepy, though, yeah. also. It's, wa- it's, like, literally these parents thought maybe they had run away, mm-hmm. but they were literally snatched up by a serial killer. That's sad. But that just shows yeah. you how clever and how good that serial killer was. But, yeah. Yeah. To make it look yeah. like Gilly's such a lack of information that they just thought they ran away. And what it was is a lady had seen him walking down the streets with these girls previously. And he thought maybe they were his dad. And then when she saw the music video and saw that they were missing, she called the police. That's that's. So they brought him in for questioning. And then that's when they found out that he was literally a serial killer. And he had killed, like I think, 20 people. Oh, my gosh. Wild. That but, is insane. Yeah, but like I said, there was 36 children in the music video. And according to the director of the music video, Tony K., 26 out of the 36 children were found 
like they came home where their bodies were found. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, a lot of them have passed yeah. away, which is kind of sad. And then there's still some that they have no idea. But, yeah. Sadly, several of the people are, like, some of the children that were found, it was actually a result of abuse or murder from their actual family members. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about one. There was a little girl. I think she was nine years old. She was one of the youngest. Andrea was 13, and she's still missing, but I felt like that was pretty young. But I think she, mm-hmm. this one was found. Um... And it was actually the dad, because he saw in the music video, and he had been trying to convince police that his wife had killed their daughter. Mm -hmm. And they finally, like, kind of listened to him, and they got a warrant, and they found their daughter's body buried in the mom's backyard. And what it was is they were getting divorced. They were now legally divorced. And the dad was going to get custody of the little girl. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, one of those things, like, if I can't have our daughter, no one will. So she killed their daughter and buried her in the backyard. Oh my gosh. It was These a, people. And like I said, some kids had simply just ran away, being anxious teenagers, you know, with emotions flying. If your parent, like, says no, like, it's literally the freaking end of the world mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to move on. So some of them, seeing their faces on the music video, ended up calling their parents and coming back home and apologizing. Aww. There was one teenage girl that she had moved, like, several states away with another family member and like had that family member promise not to tell the mom and she ended up calling her mom and was like i'm so sorry i want to come back and then she did go home so i'd kind of be pissed at that family member so mad i would be furious at that family member but at the same time but it's also like at the same time retrospectively i would feel good that there was somebody in my family that would just open arms take care of my child she was 17 so she was almost a legal adult so at that point it's like do you let her live her life the way you know Mm -hmm. like she's making her own decision but she ended up going back home so but yeah this is incredible it blew my mind Thank goodness that they ended up writing this song and released the music video because originally they weren't going to make the video. They were just going to release the song. And for a while it was just the song and then they ended up going and putting the actual... I think what took the longest was picking out the children. Which is sad because there's so yeah, many. Yeah, that would be hard for me too. There's so many. I, like, by what criteria would you pick a child, that picture that you were going to show? And that's what took so long because they were trying to do it from like all over because this uh, music video is like i said there's one there was two girls from the uk um there was one from like north dakota andrea's from florida there was one from italy like there was there was a couple from canada like it was all, all over, over the place that's cool so however like i said andrea is still missing today 32 years later it's really sad um they if you go online they have a few you know how over the years they do like the age progression Mm -hmm. um and it's oddly like i do think that's what she would look like now it's amazing how they do this but only andrea really knows what happened or how she was feeling or she did run away or something happened to her she's still out there we're never gonna know only andrea knows that unfortunately and if you have any information please reach out to the fort walton beach police department or the okaloosa county police department whichever um good luck with that all i have to say um but yeah that's it it was a wild ride uh, my heart breaks for andrea's family but it's just amazing what that music video did i know 26 Six kids out of 36 jeez yeah 
I want to know why more people aren't doing that. I don't know. And so, and I did end up, I shouldn't have because it just made me sad, but I ended up reading about the 10 kids, which we know about Andrea because I just told you. So the nine other the ones? The nine other ones. One was a teenage boy, and I'm pretty sure he was snatched by somebody because um, he was 16. He had a mom and a dad, very good family. They said he was very good. He worked somewhere after school, but he would take the city bus home. He didn't have a car mm-hmm. yet. Um, and his parents just were all also at work, so they couldn't come and, you know, pick him up, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And the last time somebody saw him was waiting for the bus. Oh. And they that just said, my heart. and it was just like, you know, all parents say that. My child would never run away. Yeah. But, like, I just, I don't know. Like, I guess it's my gut, but reading it, it was like, I don't think he ran away. I don't think a lot of the kids that they label as runaways ran away. Ran away. Like, there's no way that that some many do. kids ran away. Some, some of them. Some do. Some get on drugs. Some go with a boyfriend yeah. or whatever. But some but n- no. No. There's not a lot for of bad, 30 years. There's a lot of bad people not out there. Not for 30 years. No. Maybe for a couple years, 10, 15. And she easily could have, like, reached out. Because her mom yeah. stayed in Fort Walton. Yeah. And her sister for a while. Like, just recently she moved. Yeah, no. I that definitely feels like she got snatched by somebody or aliens. Something. It's just so weird. The vacuum just in the middle of the, the ali- living room. It's telling you it's aliens. It's Purse just- on the counter. Nothing touched. Not even outside. Nothing was disturbed. <sighs> like they literally walked up to the front. Like the door was closed. Uh huh. And like nothing was That's so until crazy. they got inside and saw the vacuum, and then she was like, "Oh, maybe she's in the kitchen or the bathroom or something." Have you watched that show, The Forty Four Hundred, from back in the day? Yes, that's I what have. it reminded me of. Which you know, there's a remake of that. It's on the CW. I watched a couple episodes of it. And so I heard, but I have not seen the remake. It's different. I can't handle the acting. I feel like it's very poor acting. Oh God! But it's. <sighs> Interesting. It's, it's 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 stressful. I'll just say that. Yeah. Like, I guess because I've watched the first like version of it. Oh, yeah. That I'm like, why are y'all so stupid? stupid. Like, yeah. I don't know. But that's what it reminded me of when you said like she was just missing, missing. and like the yeah. vacuum is still there. It's like literally something yeah. just went shoop and snatched her. It's which right. we don't know. Good head. I don't even. Anyways, I guess this episode did turn out longer than I thought. But thank you guys so much for listening to us yet again another week. We appreciate all the support. Um, Hopefully, we'll start incorporating more. I really do feel like we've been doing a lot more missing persons. Oh, yes. Because I think they need, they honestly need talked about more. um, Because that's kind of... Maybe we should throw missing persons in there with our paranormal conspiracy missing person Persons. like it should be a thing yeah. like we just do whatever calls to us Does. that week yeah because kind of what we've been doing with the other two and then it's just like missing persons are really interesting to us they are and this one's really wild and yeah. then especially what came out of it, it yeah it's interesting but thank you guys we hope you have a great week and until next week bye bye